welcome to Banter and Such. I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And today we are talking about Indiana Jones! We are continuing with our fun little adventure series Yeehaw! on some of the best adventure movies ever made. Yes! Of course, we gotta talk about Indiana Jones. The big daddy. The, the, pretty much the OG of like modern day adventure movies. And it's another bro episode. It's just Brando and I. That's right, baby. Just me and you. All right, let's get into some BS. get into one of the most divisive adventure series of all time uh we want to remind you guys about some uh, helios network stuff yes check out our website theheliosnetwork.com we have all of our other shows from the network up uh and we also have our store where we're selling merch and I think we said this for several weeks now. We're still trying to figure out why yes. it won't work. Yes. We and we will. We will. We absolutely yes. will. But for now, you can check it out and just fall in love There's with it. There's like stuff. a zero where a one's supposed to be, or yeah. the yeah. other way. There's around. just a yeah. setting in there I gotta Probably. change. Probably. I gotta like you know, like check a box. Yeah. And it's done. But it's thehealersnetwork.com and we have cool stuff. We'd love for you to check out our merch uh for wasted truth, our pins, our stickers, shirts, all kinds of fun stuff. Yes, and if you uh, want to support the show and the Helios Network as a whole, we do have oh, yeah. a Patreon where you get tons of bonus content from us. Talk to us directly. Uh, the boys from uh, 20 Sites su- sub to oh, our Patreon. thank which you, is my super, guys. Super cute. I appreciate that. I love that. those guys. We're They're having so them nice. on oh, the 100% show again. We are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you get merch, discounts, whole nine yards, vote on stuff. It is an awesome time on our Patreon. So today we're talking about so this is our adventure movie series yes and this is part two yes but before we get into that oh there's more stuff we gotta bro it down a little bit oh my gosh yeah. it's a bro episode so before like you know like i gotta i got so much hate this past week wait you did for the mummy episode <laughs> why because so uh you never met her but Susie, which is uh, lexi's friend that was on the rob zombie episode oh uh, yeah two oh, yeah the one that i wasn't ago. on yeah, yeah 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 uh she is like the world's biggest brendan fraser fan oh. and was so pissed i saw her this week and <laughs> she was here for lexi's birthday and she was so pissed that we didn't have her on she yeah. i was like well let's just do a brendan fraser episode she's like okay heck yeah she's like I'll, I'll come down to that she goes we'll probably just talk about bedazzled well we had nikki from wasted truth who was mad at us too yes and that was the other person that was legitimately <laughs> screaming at me. Like, I'm a big mommy <laughs> fan. I was like, I had no idea. idea yeah, sorry. I didn't know there were like huge fans out there like uh, of that series. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's crazy. But it's just yeah. funny like the amount of people that well, like text me, he's like, well, why didn't you have us on? I was like, well, you know, Brandon and I, we haven't done a solo, a bro episode in a while. So there's yeah. that. And two, I was like, I didn't think anybody was like that. Like, I know everybody loves the mummy, but I didn't know yeah. if anyone was like that into the mummy no the fans are more hardcore than we realized which yeah. is cool i think it's deserving oh 100 it is and so it's interesting that we started with that oh no i'm sorry i keep trying to skip over <laughs> our bro catch-up time our yeah. bro catch-up so what's been going on well this is a new thing i thought yeah. to introduce i was like we should just like catch up like just briefly what's going on our own when, whenever we don't have a guest yeah this so uh first off my dog dracula uh he's been battling with heartworms for a while we thought we were in the clear we we're uh just found out that he still has them those 
goddamn worms. I know. Uh, so he's been dealing with that, which kind of sucks, but the doctors are very optimistic. At no point is it like life threatening yet. So that's that's a good thing. I love how yeah. like, I love the thought, like, you know, the cliche of like a dog named Dracula, but it's really like a little like Chihuahua or something. Oh gosh. It's like, no, your dog looks like a dog <laughs> named Dracula. Like, and he will eat you. <laughs> he, is, he is a giant like piece of muscle. Yeah, he is. <laughs> now he's fat because I can't work him out. But <laughs> And he's so protective of you. Oh, it's insane. Like you gotta be careful. Like, like no joke if someone broke into your house like i think you'd be fine man. oh uh, yeah like no like dracula I, would take them out and you would show up knowing kung fu <laughs> and you and dracula so would, you're safe between me yeah, and dracula we're good you are the safest person <laughs> in the city <laughs> yeah I, I i'm probably safer than the president you know there you go. yeah you guys are better than the secret service we're basically <laughs> like a bulletproof limousine <laughs> Your dog is the Pope Mobile. <laughs> and my my karate chops are like those Uzis they yeah. carry under their oh, suit yeah. jackets. The, the Mac tens at the side of the hip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh but other than that, like, dude, life's good. Jobs jobs fantastic. I got to DJ a few times this weekend, which was a whole lot of fun with Joko. Yeah. Uh and dude, every single time I see Joko, it's just it's always a blast. He's a good, he's a fun guy. The next morning is always miserable. <laughs> Brando and I were supposed to record this episode uh, yesterday. Yeah. And I texted him, I was like, there's no, I was like, I'm in bed. It is like 5 p.m. <laughs> and I'm like, Brando, there is no way I'm going to be able to record this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was bad, man. But I still got to watch The Last of Us. Maybe? Oh my God. Which is dude. the most important thing in my life next to Dracula. We just watched episode three. We're going to do an episode on oh, it. Oh, 100%. Like when the season's over. Yeah. I got to get the full picture yeah. but no other than that life's good been cooking again which is nice nice not for you so, nice but just for me nice yeah. what about you what's a bro dude bro just, stuff just been chill bro dog bro <laughs> bro bram bram bro bram bram bro <laughs> what's been doing with you <laughs> man just hanging out with my wife man like uh we went out our i know it's you know what i love being boring in that regard though. <laughs> I, i'm sure because we're yeah. chilling out just having fun together man our girls went out to their grandparents for the weekend and like we were finally going to do christmas it's the end of january oh yeah that's right and we we're finally gonna like meet up and like exchange, like have dinner and exchange gifts mm-hmm. and stuff and uh so it was cool like me and me and sarah were just hanging out at home like just hanging out with each other all weekend and so we go out there and um like <laughs> her mom goes it was just like this i don't know like you probably understand if i say like kind of a bland suburban meal like do you know oh, what i mean yeah, no, I, well, it's not really seasoned yeah and it's like it's kind fine of basic and it's yeah. fine and i don't want to insult it because like you know she's she's inviting us into her home and stuff but so sarah and i were like you know what how about we cook you guys dinner like we're in their <laughs> house in their kitchen and we went to the store real quick and we made like uh homemade alfredo like chicken alfredo and uh fettuccine alfredo and uh, just we just took over their kitchen and made this homemade sauce and, and noodles and chicken all this a stuff. Nice and bechamel, dude! It was awesome. Like, and we had a good time. And Fuck then yeah. while we we're there, the girls were like, "Can we stay another night?" And and like her parents were like, "Yeah, that's fine with us." And we're like, "Cool, awesome. Man. We get a night off." Well, yeah, we got another night. What, just the, what the did you do on one of those nights off? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, don't tell anyone this. I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> okay, this. all right, okay. So it's just, it's just between you and me, Brando. All right, yeah. All right, don't tell. So we went to like. Uh, uh, a Delta 9 store? Yes. So I found out that Delta 8 is a thing that they sell in Nashville. And like you can you can like smoke yeah. it or eat it or whatever and it gives it's you a It's legal or... weed and I don't know I don't know the how difference. it works. Yeah. I don't... Well, then apparently Delta 9, which is like the THC, which is like the illegal kind, mm-hmm. but it's still legal. Yes. Because it's super illegal in Tennessee, except it's not. I'd... Who knows? I don't you know. Can... There are shops on Broadway. Like people pull up and like... 
like a food truck yeah. of weed mobiles. And they're just selling like cannabis. Yeah. And I don't know how it works, but like, so we went to a shop and like I bought some. Here's the thing. I want you to understand my experience. The last time I bought this stuff, I was in high school and we bought it from like a sketchy guy with a gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the very next time I bought this, like I'm almost 40 years old and it's in like a nice boutique cafe. Oh, <laughs> and gosh. This, yeah. And there's this like sweet little girl behind the counter like helping us out. Kids these days will never understand the struggle we went through just to get an ounce of weed. I was like, what is this experience? <laughs> She's like, well, what kind of high do you want to feel? And I was like, I don't know. There are different kinds. <laughs> <laughs> And so, so we got some. We and it was like a lot too. Like I, I remember thinking, like high school Brandon would freak out over what I just bought, you know. And I did. And so we went out to this. We found the most amazing sushi restaurant in all of Nashville. Sushi Circle? No, it's off. It's like uh, Osaki or something. It's I can't remember. Oku. The name. It's it's right on Elliston, right by uh 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 the park there, Centennial Park. Oh, and, okay. And it's right underneath uh. Uh, 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 a cigar store, like a, a smoke pipe store, because Ooh. we went there and bought a pipe. Nice. Okay. And then we went down below and got sushi, and it was the most amazing sushi we'd ever had. Were you high when you were eating the sushi? No, 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 no. no. Okay. We were out in public. We went home and did that, and we sat on our porch, and it was funny because it was just like, I, I can't, I keep going back to like high school Brandon. Like, I'm just like, dude, it, like being 40, like, or at least almost 40 is so much better than being like a teenager. Cause I'm like, dude, I hung out with my wife. And we smoked together and we talked on our porch and we gave each other orgasms and we ate delicious food. <laughs> and we, you know what I mean? And that was our weekend. And it was just like, <laughs> my favorite part is I get a text. <laughs> yes. During this experience, I get a text from Brando. It's not even from Brando, it's from his wife. And yeah. it's on a group text between the three of us. From Sarah. At 10.07 p.m., well past their bedtime. <laughs> So Brandon would text me earlier in the day. He's like, hey, what, huh? And I was like, dude, you're asking the wrong person. Text Lexi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't want to do that. Like, the last time that happened, that went poorly. And like, I was, I was asking like, okay. for tips or whatever. Yeah, so I get a picture of what, like, Brandon's like, yeah, we're just going to get soup and, soup, something super lightweight. I'm like, yo, man, like, they say it's lightweight. It's not. <laughs> so anyways, we get, uh, I get a picture of what they bought and it, it's actual bud, right? It looks like it's actual bud. Yeah. Yeah. The actual like flower. And it says 15% THC. And I literally just respond goodbye. <laughs> that's, that's, is that a lot? That's not a lot. For you guys it is. Yeah. Well, for us it was. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not typical. But we weren't like on a like bender or anything. No, we were just I, chilling yeah. out. Like, I mean, yeah. even with me with this kind of stuff, like I, I smoke it occasionally to help me sleep at night and that's yeah. really about it. Um, ours, ours was just the novelty of the experience. experience We're yeah. like, ah, you, you could, yeah, you're, we, we did this 20 years ago. You so know? Sarah replies, the fuck? They said this was the most lightweight stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty potent. <laughs> no, what was the text she sent you later on? That How night? the fuck do I answer the poorly described movies? The answer is a beautiful mind. I was like, no one has had a problem with it, but that is the answer. We were doing poorly described movies <laughs> oh, on yeah. the porch. You were just we're going smoking. through them all? Yeah. Did you get the text about where she was talking about Nosferatu and stuff? Like, She texted oh, you. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got to tell you this story. I'm sorry. This has gone on too long, but I got to tell you this story. We're on our porch. We've lived in our house for like four and a half years. Okay. okay? We're in East Nashville. It's just, it's a chill area. Yeah. It's cool. But like, we're right across from Kroger. What's and... the address of your house again? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and so I look over and like, like there's a car pulls up to the dumpster. This is midnight, right? Okay. Car pulls up to the dumpster. Guy gets out and goes over the dumpster. And we're like, what's he doing? Is he dropping something off? Then he gets back in the car and drives off. We're like, that was weird. 
right? And then, I, then like, there's movement in the dumpster. I was like, there's a person in the dumpster. And so we're like, we're like, this is weird. What the hell is going on? We've lived here for years and none of this has ever happened. And that's but on, not even the murder Kroger. Exactly. And so Sarah's like, oh, no, it's just a cat. And I was like, oh, my God, we're laughing at each other. And so I, I like, lean over off my porch and I whistle real loud to try to, like, get the cat's attention. And this dude just stands up and looks at me. I was like, that's not a cat. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a person in there. It is a person. <laughs> so we're geeking out at this point. We're laughing and we're like, what oh, is man. going on? So then he gets out. He steals some propane tanks. He puts them in a shopping cart. When you pull the shopping cart off of Kroger's property. And the wheels locked. The wheels locked. Yeah. Well, he didn't know this. And he just <laughs> kept dragging this wheel locked cart full of stolen propane tanks down the street towards our house. <laughs> We're standing on the porch. We're like, this is the first time we have smoked since we were like 17 years old. And like, why is this happening in front of our house right now? We're like, this is so weird. Oh, man. And so we went out and we went inside and like we peeked out the blinds like like (laughs) fucking Scooby and Shaggy do. And just giggled at this guy as he like dragged this cart by. And he looked at us, too. Like we weren't hiding at all. Was this guy carrying the Lost Ark of the Covenant? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Oh, you know that's a nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> the show's Did not he about think us. that propane? I know was going to help him kill the Nazis. <laughs> no, that's a great story. I love it, and I love the fact that you guys were high for this. Yeah, yeah. I was... don't tr- believe it's true, but you know, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird, but we had a good time. Yeah. We hung out together. Anyways, Just, yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. So Indiana Jones is like the that this is the perfect representation of adventure movie. Yes. Like and, it's adventure distilled and, into a movie. And obviously a, our, all our longtime listeners do be like, I think they've done Indiana Jones. We kind of have. We've talked about In it. In season two, our first episode, which is always a favorite movies of all time or best movies of all time. We did talk about Indiana Jones and the temples, uh, Raiders, uh, Raiders of, Raiders of, of the, the Lost, Lost Ark. Yeah. It was on my list for one of the best movies. Temple of, all time. of the Raiders of the Crusade. The Crusade. Yeah, with the skulls <laughs> with the, that are crystal. The skulling crusades. Yeah, with the time of wheels. The, the, <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about the time yeah. of wheels. But so we're we're gonna briefly talk about possibly one of the greatest adventure movies ever made, which is Raiders of the Lost Ark. But we're gonna we're gonna broach a lot more into the other movies. Well, it's just like it's like it's if just someone did a scientific experiment to try to like like perfectly create the most perfect adventure movie of all time. Like you have this 1930s, you have this character in the leather jacket and the whip and the gun, like Harrison Ford is amazing, but, and it is so perfectly written. Like every line is perfect. Every action that happens, everything is, it's like, it's literally like Raiders of the Lost Ark is literally a college course on how to write. Yes. It's, I mean, you got George Lucas, you got Spielberg and you got John Williams. I'm like, oh how how can you make a bad movie with those three? Yeah, I mean, you're getting the like all these character introductions that are like the most perfect way to introduce the characters. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, you get like that opening scene, which is one of the most iconic opening scenes of all time, where he's going through the temple, the big boulder coming down. I mean, it, it's just it's it was like instantly iconic the first time it appeared on the screen. I, yeah, his look, you, like you said, it the the fedora or the Stitson is how you wanted to put it in the episode that we talked about. <laughs> you remember the that. whip, the leather jacket, the I mean the grizzle, right? Like he had that like nice, like you know, just a stubble, the five o'clock shadow, oh, yeah, yeah, that nice square jaw, and it's Harrison Ford who is just a beautiful human being. I mean, he's he's one of the most attractive men like in who ever lived. Oh, one hundred percent. 
and he's he's like the embodiment of like rugged handsome you know yeah. like and you imagine and you can tell he's got like like dad strength <laughs> you know what i mean like he's not buff like arnold schwarzenegger no. you know what I mean? but you can tell like you know how dads are just strong like when you're in your Dude. 40s or 50s or something like you're just strong for some reason are you trying to sell that to yourself right now <laughs> this is what i tell my kids is, yeah i'm just i got a dad strength the <laughs> my, more kids i have the stronger i get dude my 7 year old my 7 year old daughter will punch me at full strength and like, and I just, I play it off like it doesn't affect <laughs> me at all. It hurts. And she's impressed every time. And I can only let her do like three <laughs> at a time. And then I try to joke. I'm like, all right, my turn to punch you. But really, I can't take anymore. <laughs> but she thinks like, she's like, wow, nothing hurts daddy. And I'm like, that's right. Yeah, nothing hurts <laughs> yeah that's right. Uh, but man, like, this is where it's perfect. Like, I don't know if you could do a, like an adventure movie like this set in like the modern day. Yeah. Well, it would be Tomb Raider. Right. Or I mean, or Uncharted. But but even then, right, like it, it's still all all it's of it different. always has to go back to like something in ancient history. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Like you couldn't do like something like this where it's about like modern civilization is what I'm saying. No, no. You have to. There has to be an element of discovering something long lost. Yeah. And as well, like it's just interesting because it's always something like grounded in like myth or folklore, especially, I mean, like even in the first Indiana Jones, let's talk about one of the first big myths to ever exist. Yeah. You know, it is the lost Ark of the covenant. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, this is an actual like biblical artifact mm -hmm. that like, like is actually in the Bible. Like it's, it's a big part of the old Testament, but the story of Moses, you know, and he's, that's what he's chasing. chasing. Like how cool is yeah, that? So it has, what is it? It has the, the, the commandments, the, the ten commandments, commandments and the shroud of Joseph. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be in that as well. But dude, it's like, and it's based in some history, right? We're not just talking on, on biblical views. But we're talking like it's true that the Nazis were big occultists and were trying to find this kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what? Because they believed that it would give yeah. them power and they would help them win the war. So, like, I actually have that in my notes to like mention that. The whole Nazis going after occult stuff, that is real. 100% real. That's real history. Yeah. It, like the whole is, Aryan thing. You know, like, because now oh, we yeah. know it as like this racist kind of thing, but they got it from this idea of like the whole like master race. Like, it, 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 like they, the master and debaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they tied it to like uh, Atlantis mm -hmm. and like all kinds of ancient occult. They had all these weird ideas, man. Dude, and it's crazy. Like it. it I believe it's estimated that like Hitler spent like millions of dollars in the search for the spear of destiny, which is the spear that pierced Jesus' side. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, according to legend, you know, it, it, there's power to it. Yes. You know, it's got the blood of Christ on it. Which you know is, I mean? we go back to that in the last crusade. You know, it's wild to me that that is a real thing. Like you, you take as, as insane as the Nazis were, they, they were a nation, like an actual yeah serious national government and they had sending people down to Antarctica. Mm -hmm. They were, that was a big part of why they were in oh, Northern yeah. Africa. Yep. And, and, and part of world war two took place in Northern Africa because they were actually seeking out these ancient artifacts because they were like seeking some sort of power. And it wasn't even just Christian artifacts. No, it's no. Like they were trying to find like, like Buddhist, uh, Islamic, uh, like Southern American, uh, culture. Like they were trying to go everywhere yeah. to find any object that is, con that was considered a powerful thing in its religion's customs. Yeah. I just think like, and, and that's in the Indiana Jones movies. Cause it's like, uh, the Nazis want the Ark, 
um, because it will give them power and they will use it like militarily yes. as part of their invasion of the planet. And they'll use that power for evil. And it's like, you know, that is real. <laughs> there were real meetings at a real boardroom, yes. like in a conference room with serious people, like actual leaders, government leaders, and who had a meeting about stuff like this. That blows my mind. Like what? What did, like, like what did a, they know? What did they know that we don't that, know? That you George know I mean? Clooney movie, Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah. Oh, based on the CIA. Yeah. Uh, they were, like th this was not just a thing. Like everybody was thinking that mental warfare was yeah. gonna be the next step in warfare. Yeah. So it's like, well, how do we do this, right? So it's like, yeah, we need to figure out ways to make people explode with their mind, our yeah. minds, or like, hey, what if we have this religious artifact that is literally supposed to be like the throne of God? Yeah. On Earth. And and use its power and use its power to destroy our enemies. Yeah, I mean, the, and hear or, the lamentation of or, the women, <laughs> or study it and learn from it. Because and that was the thing, like, because the the U.S. government was doing stuff like, mm -hmm. like you said, the men who stare ghosts, like the whole like, can I project my consciousness and see things far away? Can I, you know, read people's minds? Like the, all this psychic time, stuff. This was a and probably still is in some levels government funded. Yeah, the governments of the world are spending. Billions of dollars, probably yeah. every single year, That's to real figure money. this out. A, a, an actual percentage of your paycheck, <laughs> yes, is going <laughs> towards psychic research to people taking LSD. <laughs> yeah, sure, I mean that just that that part of the real life lore mm -hmm. and that part of the Indiana Jones like adventure that is so interesting to me. Yeah. Like I'm like that's so neat, and the fact that like there is some sort of mysterious power that we don't understand you know and, and that's what it always is like there's one of the memes uh that i posted for the mummy movie where it's like uh um the magi was talking about like oh yeah no mortal weapon can kill the mummy and then it's it's then it cuts to uh frank from always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> yeah but it has brendan fravers face he's like so anyways i started blasting with my <laughs> shotgun <laughs> that's well that was at that era and, that, and i think that's why indiana jones takes place in like the 30s is because that like kind of turn of the century early 1900s that was an era where like industrialization was mm -hmm. kicking up so people were like technology was like the new power we could finally find ways to to explore the earth in a safe and faster route yeah and control things and control things because yeah. it was like we finally could go up into the sky right with like the zeppelins and airplanes yeah. it wasn't just always boats which is not really the most reliable or safest form of transportation yeah because i mean a, a mortal weapon for thousands of years would be a sword yeah and then all of a sudden it's machine guns and bazookas <laughs> and now we're exploring this ancient mysterious power but we got fucking grenades, you know? So it's yeah. like, so that it's such an interesting time. Like it's, and that it's makes for, for cool stories. And I you mean, know? like it's so over the top. Oh yeah. Like, you know, no one could swing with a whip, like how, what Indiana Jones would do. Yeah. A like, whip does not do like, that. Like straight up Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like, it's just takes the, the, what is believable and just pushes it right past the board, the border. Yeah. Right. We're oh, like, yeah. this is impossible. But it, it it almost is, and yeah. it gets you to where you think like, hey, like if I was really good with a whip, I probably could yeah. do that. Like like point zero one percent of whip <laughs> users know how to do that, and like if I train hard enough, I could do this. Yeah, it's silly, but it's fun. Yeah, and that's what I love about Indiana Jones is that, and you and you see that for right on too, like because I talk about the character introductions, how like he's got this iconic introduction as like this this adventurer, this rugged, handsome adventurer, but then immediately. 
you see that he's being chased by the people and he's he's mm-hmm. he's almost getting killed and like you see right away this he is not a superhero no not this, at all what's fun about this i mean what's fun about superheroes is that they are super they're mm-hmm. better than people whereas indiana jones he is he is a regular guy he barely gets away with things by the skin of his teeth and that's part of the fun you know dude and you brought up something interesting and it, it's going to transition us into Temple of Doom, but like you talked about like the fun fantasy element of the first one. And that's where Temple of Doom, a lot of people hate on Temple of Doom. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as everybody says it is. I I don't either. But I I understand why to even Spielberg, it's his least favorite of the four. I get that. Because it lost the fun fantasy aspect yeah. of what made the first movie so good. Temple of Doom is, is the darkest it of is, the movies. It is dark. Child slavery. Every dark. People <laughs> with their hearts getting ripped yeah. out. Like tortured. tortured. Yeah. And, and, it it yeah. loses all sense of what kind of makes a, it, it really becomes a, a adventure horror movie. Yes. Instead of like the adventure fun movie that we, we we've grown accustomed to liking. And it's still an adventure movie, but it, it definitely, it, 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 and I don't think it gets off track, you know, uh, pun intended because, you know, they got that whole chasing chasing on the the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. But But it definitely veers into the little too dark, little too heavy, not quite as fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I don't think it loses it though. That's the thing is like, it's, it's, my least favorite, but it's it's stuck between two of the literal best movies ever made. A, yeah. Like, if it were on its own, it would be an amazing movie. And <laughs> there, there are some things that are problematic with the movie these days. Like, they, they, the scene when they're in the palace and they're doing the food scene where they're yeah. trying to eat is a little, like, even, like, I'm, like... Some of this is a little cringe. So, I, how, like, I get some of these dishes are real. Yeah, but the way they're presenting it is is a little off-putting. There, there are sorry, off-putting. There we off-putting. go. Off-putting. Off-putting. Pudding. Pudding. Yeah. No. Well, it's funny because I thought of that too, and so Sarah has gone to China and India a few times for mm-hmm. her job, and 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 she's traveled in a lot for her job, and so she's come home with stories like that where it's like I was in China. And she's the American business person who gets taken out by like she's Willie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gets and they wine and diner and all that stuff to try to you know impress her and get get the American business. Well, she's been in so many scenarios where like she's like I ate this like super gross stuff, but it's like normal in a different culture. Yeah. Like there's like blood congealed blood cubes, it's, yep, you know, or like literal like eyeballs Balls. and stuff like that. And I'm like that is super gross, but like I thought that was kind of charming because it's like. Americans with this American sensibility and like we're so used to our American food and and but then the movie took it to a farther extreme Same, though it's yeah. like it's not just gross food well, it's, it's like ridiculous it, it's food. yeah it's a little over the top oh it's, it's way it's over even the, top. the problematic with Willie's character yes there we go excuse me you're allergic uh uh she's just the only thing she does in the entire movie is scream yes and that's kind of annoying. And it's like we've talked oh, like both, both you and I that we love like strong female characters like Marion in the first one. Amazing. And even in the in the fourth one when she comes back. Yeah. Great character. Right. Yeah. This one, it kind of felt like it was just. A, well, even in the, Last Crusade, the the doctor, Dr. Uh, Elsa, Elsa. Yeah. She's got a character arc. She's got a story. And she, she is a badass in the movie. Yeah. But like, yeah, Willie in this movie is just awful. Like she's a. 
annoying damsel in distress yes. just constantly. Yeah, and a part sexual person. But like even Spielberg has said that, I mean, he didn't like it, you know, it was too dark, but he's glad he made it because he ended up marrying Willie, the the actress. Yeah, and that's that was the speculation that she got the part because oh, that, of her oh, relationship okay. with Spielberg. I thought they met during filming. Well, I mean, there might have been, you know, yeah, something. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, coinciding. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> she was like a nobody before that. Yeah. And I don't know what she's gone on to. Uh, I think she's yeah. done a couple of Other things. things yeah. But you know who I love? And that is Short, short Round. Short Round. Oh, I yeah. love Short Round. And he was, he was Data in The Goonies. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. And so- those are the only two things I know him from. He might have been in other stuff, but I know like he disappeared for the longest time. He was time. in Encino Man with Brendan Fraser. That's right. Mm-hmm. So he was a little bit older. He was like a teenager in that yeah. one. Yeah. But like apparently he had been gone out of movies for a long time until uh, last year with everything everywhere all at once. Oh, that's right. He is in that. He's the yeah. husband. Yeah, that's right. Short I, round yeah, is, the, the hus- is <laughs> Michelle Yao's husband <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. And he's amazing in it. He's great. Yeah. He apparently he kept doing movies in China. I want to say I can't remember if he's, if he's Chinese or Japanese. Yeah. But, okay. Um, so he's he's doing like foreign films. Films. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, That's cool. But dude, um, but rewatching Temple of Doom, I did enjoy it. Like it. I think this movie is the only one that really drags. Yeah. Out of the original trilogy. Yeah, I can see that. There's just I'm like you could have like the first one like te- Raiders of the Lost Ark. You keep on wanting to say Temple, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade. There, I don't think there's a single scene you can cut. No, utterly perfect. Per- Every moment, moment is yeah. perfect in both of them. Uh, Temple of Doom though definitely felt a little, little, a little long. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. Uh, it, it was long. Yeah, they didn't need uh, really the scene that I would really cut out would be. The 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 part where Indy is taken over by the dark light. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of unnecessary, yeah. I didn't feel like that, that really did anything for the plot line. Yeah. I mean, it established that it had power, right? That it was real. But even then, I'm like, I, we already knew it was. Yeah, some, We've seen some dark a magic. person get their heart yanked out <laughs> and survive through it to then get incarcerated or incinerated, not incarcerated, incinerated. <laughs> well, he was incarcerated. And he incinerated. was incarcerated too, yeah. Dude, well, I do have to say this though. Molaram, the yes. villain, is a great villain. Yes. Like he is amazing. In fact, I think he might be the best Indiana Jones villain. He and the other movies are clearly better, but him as a villain, like you just you hate that guy. You're just yeah. like he is like sacrificing his own henchman when he's climbing up the cliff. Oh, you're, no, you're, and you're just throwing, yeah. yeah, and just and how he laughs at Indiana Jones when he like weasels away and gets away. Like little things like that just yeah. make you hate that guy. Well, he's the only villain in the original trilogy that is a, a villain of power. Of of like can like go toe to toe with Indy. Yeah. All the other villains. Uh, in uh, what Balok? Yeah, Belloc uh, is Belloc. like a dark version of he's a, Indiana he, Jones. He's an intellectual villain. Yeah, he's he, like the Lex Luthor villain, right? He, and he's even, an archaeologist. Yeah, even in um the third one, I can't remember. Um, oh well, uh, yeah, uh, Donovan was Don- the, the rich guy. The, the rich guy. He was an intellectual villain as well, yeah. and even Elsa was an intellectual villain. as and well. And she kind of has her redemption. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I wouldn't say she. She, I mean, she, she was working with the Nazis. Was, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's why I hesitate to say yeah. that. But she wasn't a Nazi. I feel 
intrinsically weird with the sentence I just said. So I hope you all understand what I meant. Well, well, and that's part of what's interesting about her character is like she was about herself, but then there was a good part that's still alive in her. And, you know, which, you know, it's fun to have three dimensional villains. They're not just all like evil, you know, like there's some good to him, too. Yeah. And that's I mean, besides besides Temple of Doom, there was nothing good about him. Yeah. He was just evil and he's powerful and he's he's intimidating. And I mean, he's got magic powers. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I legitimately have created a D&D session based off Temple of Doom. Oh. It is The Mummy yeah. Returns and Temple of Doom in one. <laughs> I think I think you might have played it. Did, did it I? Was the, the, the Goblins? No. No, okay. No, I haven't done yeah, it. Yeah, it's a one-shot campaign. Well, don't it's tell me then. It's a run-shot session me. that is literally, it's like The Mummy Returns with all the little gremlins in the jungle. Yeah. And then you go into you go into a dungeon and it just turns into Temple of Doom. <laughs> Those are the best D&D sessions. That's oh, how you great. DM right there. Oh, yeah. So you know the scene where they're in the airplane and they jump out of the airplane on the raft? Oh, yeah. In the inflatable raft. So apparently um, uh, Mythbusters did an episode on that. That's right. To see if that was actually survivable. And they found out that it's actually, actually survivable. Yeah, it really you're, is. You're not going to get up and walk from it. You're going to be banged up. Yeah, pretty bad. But- I mean, hey. for jumping out of an airplane, that's not bad. Uh, uh, look, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. If you hit the right slope, you know, like at the right angle, angle, yeah, you know, and it does kind of yeah. slow you down yeah. a little. <laughs> just isn't that crazy? That's commonly cited as like, okay, that's that's, that's ridiculous. way over the top. Yeah. But apparently, that's I don't know, I don't know. So next time you're in an airplane, make sure you pack a <laughs> pack a raft, <laughs> pack a raft, an inflatable raft. <laughs> Plane's going down, you're blowing in it. <laughs> Blow harder! <laughs> I ain't gonna die in this plane. <laughs> I saw it in a movie. It has to be real. <laughs> if Indiana Jones can do it, I can do it. <laughs> and then you have the mind chase, the mind car chase. And I mentioned it yeah. earlier. So in all of these movies, you have a chase. In the first one, you have the truck chase, mm-hmm. which is iconic. This one, you have the minecart chase. Um, Minecraft. Minecraft chase. Yeah, chase yeah. Um, and then the third one. Yeah, all those blocks they were building during that chase <laughs> was really surprising. <laughs> this is when he turned around that like zombie. Right <laughs> What was the chase in the third one? Was uh, it's the tanks? The tanks. tanks yeah. That's right. And then the fourth one, you had the jungle chase. Mm. Okay, we're gonna talk about yeah. that. But that minecart chase—that was really cool, man. Like that. Yeah, in a lot of it is miniatures. Like yeah. they built a mini set and like just put like dolls in the minecarts. Yeah, and, is, I, but it works. It does. You you can't really tell unless you're like really looking at for it. Yeah. If you're just enjoying the movie, it's like yeah. I don't know how they did that. That's dope. You just go with it. Yeah. And it's it's silly. It, it, it just, it's a perfect, and there's, they're like, it's a minecart over like lava fields at times too. Like it is the epitome of like, why? It, it's a minecart, right? <laughs> it's just like, like if you go to Disney and like ride the the minecart, right, there's going to be falling rocks and lava and yeah. all stuff. It's like, that is the epitome it, of that thing. Like yeah, it's created 100%. that thing, you know? And it's just as long as, as the runway in Fast 8. <laughs> the 26.7 miles <laughs> this plane just will not take off <laughs> but man uh we we, we got to talk about my favorite yes indiana jones movie now my favorite as well crystal skull let's go <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm kidding it is the last crusade yes 100 percent uh junior junior <laughs> count to 10 <laughs> and great uh but it's like man it's, and latin jehovah begins <laughs> with an eye Penitent man shall pass. Indy, one ping, please. <laughs> That's Red October. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the dog? <laughs> You're named after the, the dog? dog? Yeah. Oh, Henry my. Jones Jr. Junior. 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 Oh, my gosh, dude. Dude, that's 
what makes this movie so great. So they, they, they like Temple of Doom was a departure from everything. Yeah, the, n- none of the same characters. But now, and isn't Temple of Doom a prequel? It is actually. It is a prequel. Yeah. yeah okay. It takes place before Raiders, but Return uh, or, or uh, the Last Crusade returns to. The characters return to more of the the Christian lore mm-hmm. uh, with now seeking out the Holy Grail, um, but they add that element of Sean Connery as as Indiana Jones' dad, and he's it is a that's what makes the movie one hundred percent. I don't know if there would have been a better casting. No, oh no way, because it's not even though. Because I love Sean Connery, and that guy does not get the, the respect he deserves, in my opinion, in his acting chops because. We all make fun of like the movies he's in, but then you watch. He's great. Anyways, he's great. Yeah. Um, but like the the dynamic between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery in this movie is perfect, and that's where it's like I don't know if you could have casted somebody better. Like you might have been yeah. able to get a better actor per se, but I don't know if they would have had the chemistry. Yeah. Because you actually felt like you were watching a father and son. Yeah, that is. That's exactly it. This movie has so much heart. Yeah. And that's why it's so different than the others and so much better. Um, because And it's the father-son dynamic. It's that relationship is right at the center of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I love every moment of it. The fact that like Indiana Jones does his badass things <laughs> and he'll like gun down these Nazis and get on a motorcycle and like ramp over things. And like as an audience, you were watching this going like, Wow. And then you turn and it see you see his dad and he's never impressed. Never impressed. He's never it's I just, find if I just sit down and think <laughs> the solution will present itself. <laughs> he's just he's never impressed with his son and like Indiana Jones becomes so human because at this point you had built him up almost to a superhero, yeah. right? But now you bring him right back down to human status because he's just a, a son trying to impress his dad and frustrating that he doesn't get his attention he deserves from his dad. And we're feeling the same thing because we're like, hey, this is your son is Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Why don't you like give him a pat on the Listen, back? Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> Talk to him. And he even goes, well, you left when you were finally getting interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that scene when they're in the blimp, he's like, yeah. okay, well, if L- you want to talk, talk. Let's talk. What, what do you want to say? Talk. And he's like, well, I don't I know. know. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my god! It's just that perfect father son dynamic where the dad is is disapproving the the son's trying to you know do everything to earn his his dad's respect and I love too the fact that like Indiana Jones is he is that rugged adventurer mm-hmm. but the dad um he is he's more of the academic nerd type he's not into the the violence or the action. And he's kind of it. That's unusual to him. Like, yeah, he's just the, into more of the, the study. Pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just funny because every time like Indiana Jones shoots a Nazi or something, like the dad is like, he, he's like, "Whoa, my gosh!" gosh he's well, like every single time, like he goes to, into Germany to save his dad from the cat <laughs> and like all this crazy stuff. The dad's like, oh, "Yeah," he's like, "I should have gave it to the Mark Sprillosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. So much humor it's, in this. Third yeah, one. this movie gets back to it. It is another dark topic. I mean, you're dealing with World War II and Nazism, but like it, it brings the elements of the father and son in such a fun way. Yeah, and it makes everything feel once again like the first one, over the top, fun, fanciful, like just a good time movie. Oh yeah, and. You're like those the guys with the the swastikas. Those are the bad guys. Oh yeah, awesome, cool, done. 
We're gonna kill them. We're gonna get the cup of Christ and we get the fuck out. Those they're such great villains. Yeah. Like Nazis are like such great go tos because you're just like just, you can shoot them all and, <laughs> and no one ever feels no bad. No one ever feels bad for killing a Nazi. Yeah, you're just like you're, that's why they're besides great Kanye. Villains. Kanye might feel a little bad. <laughs> Oh, there's always someone there. There's jokes I wish I could put back in my mouth. <laughs> no, man, you say it. Say it and own it, baby. <laughs> Owen thinks that Hitler. No. Oh God, no, 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 no. But but it is funny. It is funny because it it goes back to that the Nazis searching for occult power yep. and Indiana Jones who. Like, the Nazis want it for power, and they don't know what they're meddling with. Whereas Indiana Jones, he's a true academic, and he understands these things. Mm-hmm. And, of course, his father, I love that they introduced his father, how the dad is, um, his whole life's work was the search for the yes. Holy Grail. And that, his diary was, like, the key to everything. Yeah, his life's yeah. diary. I, I wrote it down so I didn't, wouldn't have to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. <laughs> it's just, oh, Ugh. so perfect. Like, and... And and then of course you get into the the uh, you know they're discovering things. Anytime mm-hmm. you like uh, uncover a hidden tomb or something, when they're in that uh, in uh, Italy in Venice, dude, I, at that so old I church. have been to Venice. Oh, okay. And always, whenever I, a, a movie is like takes place in Venice, it brings me back to it. And nice, dude. I'm like, I got to see things like that in Venice, like the library and, and like yeah. like that old like you know Italian culture. And man, it's just, a, it was so beautiful. And like, watch them go through the canals. I, I was gushing just over that. Yeah. I love how, like, that's such a thing that Americans enjoy because, like, in Europe, you have these like buildings that are so ancient. And it's like, yeah, underneath us is like yeah. the tomb of like crusaders and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, Where and it's like, here you go to Boston. It's like, yeah, we got, um, Bill got 60 years ago. That pub is 100 years uh, old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but like Americans like go over there and like discover these ancient things in, in Europe. And... This building once sat on the cross line between St. Venicene and Augustine. <laughs> yeah. It was built in the second century AD and once housed the uh, high priest of blah, blah. Like it's yeah. like, yeah, cool. Where in that is it? Where is that in America? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like Americans that go over there and they're like, "Hey, have you gone down there? Like, see if there's any like hidden gold or anything." And Europeans are like, "No, we respect that stuff." <laughs> yeah. and the Americans are like crashing yeah. through the wall. X marks the spot. <laughs> X marks the spot. <laughs> Did you catch that joke? Oh, 100 percent. I watched that movie a hundred times before I caught that. Really? Joke. Yes. First time I was like, I, I remember watching it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a callback." Yeah. When he says, and, and he's teaching and the class. X never, never marks the spot. And then of course, like 20 minutes later in the movie X marks is oh dude but so before we get into the next movie we gotta talk about how cool the final temple was I literally was about to say that because dude. like you get back into the trap element which you got in the first movie oh, yes. right the penitent man the penitent man the penitent man kneels and like or like the it's, Jehovah it's, starts with an eye. It's the opening scene of Raiders. Yes. And you get into it and you you see the parallels of both him and his father, right? Yeah. Where it's like it, you're seeing both of them talk at different times, but they're saying the same yeah. thing. And you see like he really is his father's son because he's working through the problem just like his dad is. Academically. Really, yeah. But he's the one that could actually do it because he's the adventurer. Mm-hmm. So it's like the father's lifelong research and academic study has – was what was needed, but it needed to go to Indy because he's the one that could actually like, like yeah. flip his whip and pop through and go and you know what I mean? Like the, the, the father Jones couldn't have done it. You no. know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy too, where it's like, I don't know if Henry Jones senior 
would have actually made the step of the leap, leap of faith. Yeah. Like you don't, you see like, he's not really a courageous man. Yeah. He's, 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 he's kind of a matter of fact kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll stick up when time is needed, but like he, he isn't like the, I'm going to punch a Nazi in the face. Oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. Right. So it's like, would he really have like Indy really was the only one that could have completed that trial. Well, that's part of the movie too. Cause you kind of see like, it starts with, Indiana Jones teaching these things. And then you, when you see him in his personal life, you see like he doesn't have any personal belief yeah. in these things. He's like, we're not searching for truth. We're searching for facts. Yeah. And he he sees it as an academic, as an archaeologist, mm-hmm. whereas the father and he has like actual Christian faith. So he's like actual belief in these yeah. things. And so th- like the movie puts Indiana Jones through that test the where he isn't when he's finally in that final temple. You know, when he when he takes the leap of faith, mm-hmm. you know, like even though it was an optical illusion, illusion yeah. he like as a character had to get to a point. He's like, do I believe do I trust that I will be OK? Like and by literally taking a step of faith, you know, oh, and he yeah. had gotten to that place where it's like I it, it was almost like I trust my dad. Though, more, yeah, know? it was more in, in the faith of his father than it was in. Yeah. In in yeah, because I don't he's not like a person of faith. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, until like he gets it, and yeah, then it actually gives him eternal night, life. Yeah, the night is like talking. He's like, "You're you're dressed weird for a night, yeah, you know, or yeah. oddly for a night." And that scene is great. Like, I'll literally like look at people sometimes, and like we'll like be like at dinner. Oh yes, and they're like they're like I don't know what to get, and blah 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 blah, and like they'll like all right, fine. They make an order, and like the the waiter waitress uh, or server will like walk away, and I'll look up at the person, and go, "You chose." Poorly. <laughs> they're like, stop it. No. And the food comes. They're like, yeah, I did. Oh. I'm like, and I chose wisely. It's just like constantly uh, quoting uh, that, man. Yeah. It's so iconic when that knight says it and he's so serious. <laughs> when that, that dude drank from the cup, that Nazi drank from the cup mm-hmm. and fucking disintegrated <laughs> before their eyes. And it cuts to the night and just serious as can be. He chose poorly. It's like, poorly. God damn. And the pause is he chose poorly. <laughs> what an understatement. <laughs> he just he just exploded in front of us. <laughs> he literally went to bone and ash in seconds. <laughs> and the only thing that left is like the wind goes by and you see that the swastika is like left over oh, as a yeah. mark of like, don't fuck with me. Yeah. It just, it's just like the knight says that and you're like, you think? Uh, like, yes. It's so good. Oh, I love The Last Crusade. It's my favorite by far. It's, my favorite Indiana Jones movies. I would give Raiders and The Last Crusade five out of five stars. Easily. I would give Temple of Doom four. Four, four stars. Uh, I'm a little less. I'm a little. It's a, okay. li- it's yeah. a little too dark and weird for me. That's I mean, fair. not to say I like dark movies. I'm a horror fan, but like it still but th- is. These movies shouldn't be dark. Yeah. it's. I don't feel like, you know, it's the mummy did it well where there was some horror elements to it, but everything about it was still light and fun. There was no child slavery <laughs> in the mummy. <laughs> there was also no child slavery in the mummy. <laughs> Like if they start dealing with real yeah, topics, yeah. Like if we were to deal with like racism or something, or like like police brutality, <laughs> it's like, dude, I need to escape from the real world. Uh, yeah, I'm not I don't here. need to see that in Indiana yeah. Jones. Why movies. is the mummy dealing with police brutality in America? <laughs> it's like, like Brendan Fraser's like, hey, Black Lives Matter, <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh man, you just reminded me of real, real life. life. Uh, but we got to talk about the alien in the room here. <laughs> and I'm recycling that joke from last week. I know. Oh. Uh, but. Yes. It's fine. We can talk about it. It's fine. Crystal Skull is yep. the worst <laughs> Indiana Jones movie 
ever. Yeah. But I think it will probably be better than the Wheel of Time. It's so it's so hard. It's so hard to to I can't get a grasp on it with my brain because the first three were like made while I was a child. Like they were yeah. already done and I watched all three of them. And so it's easy to see, oh, I like them, but Temple of Doom's the least one. And then but it was like 20 years later when yeah. Crystal Skull came out and and I was an adult and everything and I saw it and I'd already Indiana Jones is already iconic in my life, you know? And like then you watch this movie and and it's just hard to gauge it because it's like it is disappointing, but is it disappointing just because I like I have such high yeah, love for so it? So I had to go into this movie. I haven't watched Crystal Skull in a long time. Yeah. So I kind of had to go in to reset it, right? Because I went in when it first came out in theaters with super high expectations. We all did. Yes. It was like, Indiana Jones back. Of course. Let's go. Yes. And so watching it, I was like, this is terrible. I remember being very upset the fact it dealt with aliens and not religious connotations. Like yeah, the first three. Like a, like a supernatural thing. Yeah. yeah. But then now I'm watching, I'm like, no, that makes sense. Because like the whole entire like who built the pyramids, like yeah. this is this is possibly the religion of- like the Aztecs and the Mayans, yeah, like that's yeah. it's it's a theory, right? And Roswell and Area Fifty One, yeah. yeah, that's cool. So there's all that. So I get it now. So I I took that away. It's like I actually kind of like that. That's 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 cool. My issue is with this movie is it's just the, the how is the CGI and the special effects worse uh-huh. in the Crystal Skull than the original trilogy? That's I think that's a big part of it. Like it is, parts of this movie scene, look terrible. Like whenever they're on like green screen, it's so overexposed. Well, I mentioned it earlier. That jungle scene, it's so bad. The jungle scene is 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 pretty t- is pretty bad. It yeah. is so bad. Like when you watch the original trilogies, you can tell like it's they're in, they're in front of a projector and they're just projecting what they're seeing yeah. like well, on the mine carts and, or if they're driving a yeah, car or if it's miniatures, but a lot of it was live. A lot yeah. of it was like in care in camera. And this, I mean, honestly, the worst scene in all of Indiana Jones history is child of boof yeah. swinging with the monkeys, with the monkeys. Yeah. Like it, he's faster than cars. Yeah. He goes, he, he is minutes behind the cars. Yeah. He not only catches up, but he bypasses the cars. So that means he is like going three times faster than the cars are going. It's just, and it looks so bad. Like yeah. it just, it, it that and that was 2008. So it was like the era of like, like they've gone too far into c- computer like CGI. Yeah. Like because now I think filmmakers know like, hey, don't take it too far. You know, like you got to do real stuff like in camera if you can, and only use CGI if you have to. Whereas in 2008, they're like, we can do everything, everything in CGI. CGI, and it's like yeah. that's not a good thing. I mean, man. honestly, I don't think the late 2000s was a great time for cinema, anyways. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, I mean, you got first avatar, you know, um, Constantine, you do got, like, those are just some things that come to head that I remember liking around there, the time. There are some good movies. Yeah. But, but yeah. like I, majority like this is Terminator salvation era. Oh man. Right. Like yeah. think about that. So it's like, yeah. And even I love Kate Blanchett. Yeah. She is terrible in this movie. It's, it's weird. It's, Cause she's it, like a great actor. Actress. Yeah. I'm like, it's not, I can't pinpoint it to be honest she's it's a little too she's a little too silly yeah right yeah i don't know like she's not molaram yes no molaram is menacing and just cackling yeah she's like goofy and shia the beef while dangling between two cars can almost out fence her yeah well they established that that he took fencing class because he was in college yeah yeah, and she's like a fucking she's colonel. A, like, yeah. yeah, she's a Russian 
spy yeah that is like massive like they're talking about like the dossier of her when they like when indy's talk asking questions to the cia about her and it's like oh yeah master swordsman fencer blah 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 psychological warfare blah blah yeah. blah. it's like yeah she's a badass also the whole entire point of his of his friend mac oh going mac. going oh i'm your best friend no i'm a spy no i'm a double the spy. worst character no i'm actually a triple Jones. spy no i've just been a regular spy all along. and it doesn't matter it doesn't make sense and it doesn't matter and no one cares we have no context yeah to him at all um what's his name um uh we, that that's in the um, the first and third one uh the first oh bad uh, dates uh, Oh yeah, uh, Sala. Sala, yeah. He refused to come back for the movie because he's like, it would not do justice to my character. I'm like, that man was smart. Oh, I hate, I hate seeing that. The, I know they tried to get Sean Connery back too, and he yeah, he's he like, nah. I think he was in retirement at that at that time, um, and and he wouldn't come back. And it's here. I will say this though, because I don't want to just like crap on this movie. Because mm-hmm. I will say this, like the first half of the movie. There was a lot to like there, and I'm gonna say particularly the scene from like at uh, Indiana Jones's university, and and like the oh, whole yeah. the chase through his college university and the, the greasers fighting the, the greasers jocks. fighting the jocks like yeah. all of that was Get some those of the, greasers yes yeah. that was actually some of the best Indiana Jones that was I when really they, did like it when they when they slid the motorcycle through the library and he's having a conversation where he's like no don't read that read this instead I was like oh and if you want to be a real archaeologist yeah, just, you gotta get in the field <laughs> yeah, just, as he's like that was some of the best Indiana dude, Jones even the first opening scene when it's him at the CIA base and they're trying to find the crate and at Area 51 and, at Area 51 yeah yeah uh, and it like opens up and it says Roswell on the crate I was like dude this is dope like that that's, that is good stuff. That's cool. First act, great. Yeah. Second act, man. And you even get John Hurt, who is Professor Ox. Which, Oxley, is, which is fantastic. Fantastic. And he, I mean, you get someone of that acting caliber mm-hmm. and you have him act crazy. I'm like, I love him as a character and even the crazy stuff. But I'm like, I wish there was more though of him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, oh, it's just such a mixed bag because the opening scene in Area 51 is great. But then you have the nuke the fridge scene. Which uh, was not great. Not great. And then you have the some, one of the best Indiana Jones scenes ever with the chase through the university. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. I actually thought when they went to South America and they were in that graveyard in South America and like, oh the, yeah, and they found uh, Cortez yes, and all that yeah. stuff. Like I thought all that was cool. Mm-hmm. But then like, oh I don't know, like that jungle thing. The whole last act. The jungle scene, and then when they get to the hidden pyramids I mean, and stuff, it was just so bad, and and, and they didn't do anything. They were just going and from the place Native to Americans place. just appearing out of nowhere, yeah, and just like coming out of like holes in the ground, yeah. And and oh, I did like how they brought back Marion though. Yes, she, I thought, and she's awesome in this too. And the relationship with Indian Marion is cute. Yeah, and their banter back and forth is wonderful, and. And the fact that they got married at the end, I like that. And I, I actually even would enjoy Shia LaBeouf being the next indie. Okay. I was like, I did enjoy that aspect. I yeah. think if they wanted to continue, it would be cool, but I highly doubt that. Okay, like, so. We got to talk about it. We, we got a couple minutes left before we need to get into trivia. I don't hate Shia LaBeouf. And, I don't either. And I know a lot of people don't like him. And okay, I, so he he went through a weird phase. Like, we got Even Stevens, which I think is a very funny comedy. Yeah. Uh, that he was great in. And then he went through, like, this weird period of doing some bad movies. Yeah. Like, he wasn't good in Constantine, and I know I brought that up, but, like... He was just that kid that talked uh, really fast, fast and said a lot. Yeah. yeah. But then you, in the recent years, you've been getting him in Fury. 
Yeah, he, yeah, he did that. Great and Fury. I liked him in the uh, in Indiana Jones. Too. Indiana Jones, Peanut Butter Falcon. Yes, one of the most uplifting. Is that the one about his dad, where he plays his dad? No, the, Peanut Butter Falcon is the one where um, he's on the run from some uh, loan sharks. Yeah, he like while in Florida sees these kids picking on an autistic kid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then like they just go on like a Huckleberry Finn journey together. That's right. I have that on yeah. my list to watch. It is. I'm thinking amazing. of the Honey Honey Boy. Honey, yeah, which is the one where he plays his he father. Plays his father. Yeah. Well, so apparently in this movie, like in Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. so he started trash talking the movie Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford, and he was just doing this publicly, like just shit talking them, and so this was. Part of where like he kind of fell out, like everyone. I mean, because they kicked him out of Transformers too. Yeah, and like where he was going crazy, and then he was like stealing stuff from other artists and trying to like it was weird stuff. Yeah, and then like having a bag over his head when he was in public, he was almost going Kanye. There was this whole Twitter controversy where he live streamed a flag on his Twitter account. Yeah, and people watched it and figured out where the flag was based off the flight patterns. Not kidding you. What? Yeah, it was like all this weird stuff. See, I don't. I just think like anytime you're a child celebrity, there's like a sixty percent chance you're gonna go crazy. Yeah, you, you know have to mean? work at the Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Short Round got the hell <laughs> yeah. out of there. Yeah, he's like, nah, I don't like where Hollywood's going. <laughs> but I don't know. I just like his character Mutt in Indiana Jones, which is funny because he was Mutt because he's yeah. named after dog also. Mm-hmm. Um. I liked his character and I I thought it was like him and he was the it kid where they kept putting him in every movie. So I think we were just really sick of him at the time. Yeah. But looking back on it now, I was like, no, I had fun with I it. I mean, I love actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Uh, but we got to talk about the new one. You want to talk about the new one. Yeah, yes. Three so, minutes. Okay. It's coming up this summer. It's called The Dial of Destiny. Wheel time. The wheel of time. Wheel time. Yeah. It's coming up this summer. Have you heard anything about it? Yeah. Um, uh, my brother has told me some stuff about it. I, I don't know how true any of it is. Like rumors. Rumors about leaks it. Leaks and stuff. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know how, how true a lot of this is. And I really hope what I've heard isn't true. Or it travels through time. And- so yeah, the, it, here, if you don't want to hear about any leaks, fast forward the podcast about three minutes. Yeah. Okay. Wait till you hear the trivia music. All right. Uh, so there's a rumor of a leak that he has a daughter now. Okay. And those two are going back through time. Yeah. But Indiana Jones dies while time traveling. No. So she has to go back through time and relive and redo everything that Indiana Jones did. She has to do his greatest hits. Yes. Oh, geez. And it's, we we've talked a lot about, some of the I, I don't like using the word wokeness, but just that that is kind of a cultural thing people are talking about. about it, yeah, yeah, where it's like every everything is trying to replace good movies that were made and trying to make them modern, but losing everything that was yeah. great about them. Yeah. Uh, so it's and, a, I would understand yeah. being sensitive about that. Yeah. And yeah. So it's like that. It's like, are they trying just to do that again? Yeah. Rather than trying to make a good movie. Well. They do have Phoebe Waller Bridges, yes. and she, I I love her. She's on a, she's starting a show called Fleabag, mm-hmm. and she is absolutely amazing. So like her as an actor, like 
I think that is amazing, and I would love to see anything she's in. So if she's kind of like taking over the mantle of Indiana Jones, I'm open to that. I mean, Harrison Ford is 80 years old, so yeah. like he can't keep I, doing this. I am okay with them replacing, like, like hey, like we're, yeah. we're going to hand it off. But not but going through time, time and redoing his stuff. And erasing man. everything. That's that's weird, man. Yeah. Don't do that. That's where, that's where I'm weird about, like, you know, like it was Shia LaBeouf, there's a scene at the end with the, the hat rolling by, and he picks it up <laughs> and almost puts it on. Like, if they want to do something well, like Andy that. Well, Indy takes it, yanks yeah, it out of his nope, hand. Nope, not yet, kid. And we're like, whoo, whoo. Yeah. Uh, but with Phoebe, if it's going to be her, I'm okay. If it's, he dies and she just becomes the next Indiana Jones. Yeah. I'm cool with that. That's but it, cool. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm down. I mean, I love the Tomb Raider, the Laura Croft stuff. Yeah. I play the video games. Like I'm for that, but it's like the intent and everything behind it is like, oh, we're just re we're just erasing another male yeah, you figurehead. Don't to, you don't have to do that. No. Yeah. So it is interesting too, that there's no mutt in this. Like Shia LaBeouf, obviously yeah. Spielberg won't work with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, so he didn't bring him back. So it's like, okay, that's. I wonder what they're going to say about Marion and Mutt. I'm I'm interested in that. I have heard that. So the 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 originals take place in the 30s. Crystal Skulls in the 50s. This one takes place in 1969 because part of the chase is during uh, a ticker tape parade uh, oh, yeah. for the Apollo 11 moon landing. Um, so I, I it will involve something with the moon landing, something like that. I don't know. Uh, did you did you just uncover something? <laughs> You're making a face. Oh no! Are you reading spoilers right now? No, I just I legitimately have never Googled Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah, so I didn't know who the cast of this movie is. Yeah, or was. Yeah, is. Yeah, and, and oh my gosh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen is in it, which is one of my favorite actors, and he's he's a Nazi. Antonio, they brought back the Nazis. Yes. Antonio Banderas. Yeah, and Boyd Holbrook. Yeah. Holy crap. I know, right? Like, it looks good. Did you see the trailer? No. So, I watched the trailer. It came out a few weeks ago. Okay. It looks good. Like Solid's it, coming back for it, too, it looks like. It look, yeah, it and looks- And Karen Allen. Wait, Karen Allen's yeah, coming? Yeah, the, she's Marian? Like, yeah, Marion's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Huh. But the, the trailer looks actually good, and here's the thing, because I'm really scared, because it's got me excited. And I, I don't want my heart hurt again, man. It's like a House of Dragons <laughs> situation yeah, again, yeah. where it's like, it's going to take a lot for me to open up my heart again, Yeah, man. I don't think it's... Uh, I, I don't want to get crystal yeah. skulled. <laughs> and they're saying that this is going to be a lot more sci-fi based as well. Yeah, we'll so, see. We'll what, see. The, what the hell is the Dial of Destiny? Here, I, here's the what Wheel I do Wheel of know. Time. We have it scheduled this summer to talk. Do We're going to do an episode on it. Well, yeah. We on will. the new movie. Yeah, we, we can will. change that, but right now it's scheduled. So I hope it's good, and I hope people like it, and, and I hope we do a, an episode where we just talk about it and we geek out. All right. One last question, and I already know the answer. I yeah. have a feeling. If you could only watch one Indiana Jones movie for the rest of your life, which Indiana Jones movie would it be? The Last Crusade. Well, 100%. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Absolutely. It is 100% The Last Crusade. Yes. It's trivia time. Oh, yeah, baby. Am I allowed to say it? Can I say it this time? You know, you say the thing you say every episode, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) Well, today's a great day at the Helios Network because uh, I reclaimed... My championhood status as uh, the champion of trivia. Wait, the overall? Did you take No, the we are tied in points. I was about to say, I think but we're tied. But you yeah. have to spin the wheel All of right. shit. We're doing it by color this time, All too. All right, so. go for it. All right, here we go. 
Let's see what happens. Check out our blue Twitter and Instagram to see what happens. All right, the blue means. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the slot bet? No, it's Damn the last it. text message. Oh, okay. So in this one, what we're doing is Brando has to read out the last text message he sent to somebody. <laughs> it's... And it can't be the one that you sent to me saying that you're going to be late. <laughs> it's to Sarah saying, I told you I was going to be late. <laughs> That's the last text message. Wow, I have such boring-ass text messages. If that ever lands on me, it will be a lot spicier. Okay, but you didn't read this text message that Sarah texted you. She's like, I don't know if Brandon told you, but Nosferatu. We just saw him in the dumpster at Kroger. Yeah, that's why you guys were high, and it didn't make sense to me. So I'm like, I'm just going to let them be high and not talk to them. Here's the reality. The last text message one is really for you. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Because you're going to have something sexy or whatever. Like, mine are boring. I'm like, hey, can you pick carrots up from the grocery store? Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) Oh, are you going to read yours? Yeah, yeah. Here, I'll give you mine. The last last one I sent was, funny thing about my back is, it's on my cock. <laughs> it's a quote from Superbad. <laughs> Was someone offering you a back massage? Uh, no, it's a lady that I'm flirting with. Oh, there you and go. And we were quoting Superbad uh, lines back to one another. All right, all right. So we have trivia, and actually, I have more trivia questions. Yes, than you this time. yes, you do. Indiana Jones trivia, which is crazy. So go ahead and uh, give me your first. Give me your first question. Okay. Uh, number one, name the gross meals in Temple of Doom. And I'll give you a point for each one. Uh, chilled monkey brains. All right, that's one. Uh, eyeball soup. Yes, that's one. Pregnant snake. I don't know what to, I don't, I don't know what it was really called. Do you remember called. what he called it? Oh, man. No, I don't. Snake surprise. Oh, snake surprise. <laughs> and he yeah. said it and he was like on the verge of giggling when he said it. Oh, it's great. Uh. There's that's a, that's the only two I can remember. Uh, and then you had the beetles, the beetle guts on the oh, inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, When he's yeah. like sucking them out. Oh, <laughs> like an oyster. <laughs> two points for you. That's yeah, great. Sweet, I'll take it. Like we it. all know sure. Indiana Jones has a fear of snakes, but Indy, or Henry Jones Sr. has a fear of what animal? Uh, I believe it is rats. Yes, it is. Because when they're in the underneath the church mm-hmm. in Venice- there's the rats everywhere, and he says, Dad wouldn't have made it past this. The so rats, he hates yep. rats. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad I knew that. All right. Oh, yeah. It's my turn. I just turned my screen off. All right. Here we go. Um, okay. In Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. what's the name of the song Willie sings at the beginning of the movie? And I love, because it's over there in China, mm-hmm. and everything is all right. Uh, Everything's going to be okay. I'm going to give you one more try. Uh, everything is all right. That was close. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anything goes. Oh, anything goes. God damn it. That's right. Can I give myself anything a point goes. just for you singing that? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I should get two points for singing okay. the song. What university did Indiana Jones graduate from? Oh. And it is mentioned in Crystal Skull. Yeah. In Last Crusade. Is it like, is it in Chicago? It is the University of Chicago. Oh my gosh, I got that right? <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was even a guess. In, in uh, 
Crystal Skull. He goes, uh, he's like, we we studied together at the University of Chicago. Oh man, that was like, yeah. that was just implanted in my brain mm-hmm. from watching the movies so much. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. All right, another Temple Doom okay. question. Because right. <laughs> I'm making them hard for you. I know it was your least favorite. Uh, in Temple of Doom, which Hindu god did the cultists Kali. worship? Ah, yes. Yeah, that one I know. Kalima. 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 All right, you've already said it, but I'm going to ask a question anyways because you need points. What language did Indy have to count to in 10 before speaking to his father? In Greek. Yep. Yeah. In, in Greek. Greek. I actually studied Greek. And well, I don't. I know why. I don't remember. I any also of it. studied Greek. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, I don't remember any of it. I know that's just. <laughs> I just uh, studied Greek and Hebrew. Okay, so here's a question. I think I asked you okay. when we talked about Raiders of the Lost Ark. I swear Ark. to God, if you give me a Bible trivia question, <laughs> like last week, yeah, I will make you choose poorly. No, All right. No, it, last time we talked about Raiders. Uh, okay. Back in season two, Stitson. Or, uh, which actor? Who played a famous supervillain also played an Indiana Jones villain. God damn it. You did ask me this last time. <laughs> I got it wrong. Yeah, you did. And I can't remember the answer now. You, oh. Okay, wait. Which famous villain? Supervillain. He played a supervillain. In the Indiana Jones. No, he was a supervillain in a superhero movie. And then he also oh, played a villain. Doc Ock. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, Alfred Molina. Molina. Thank you. Okay. Doc Ock yeah. from Spider-Man 2. Totally oh, yeah. my God. Nice. Because he's only in the movie for like 30 seconds. Yeah, the beginning of Raiders. Mm-hmm. He's the beginning oh, of Oh, my the... gosh. Throw me, the, throw me the idol. I throw you the whip. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. What was the name of the ship that Indy goes on to steal the cross of Coronado back? So, Last Crusade. Uh-huh. He... We have that whole scene we didn't talk about as young Indy, which is a great scene. Uh huh. Then it cuts back. It cuts it in the future. Yeah. And he's on a ship. And it's like raining and mm-hmm. stuff. And what's the name of that ship? Is it the SS Coronado? It is the SS Coronado. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a hard question. That's a good one. I can't what believe you, you got that one. What are you doing asking me real questions? <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. You should know this one. You should know this one. Which Lord of the Rings actor also appeared in Indiana Jones movies? Yeah. Two of them. Which Lord of the Rings actors, there's plural, two? also appeared in Indiana Jones movies? There's two. Yeah, there's two. There might be more that I don't know, but there, okay. there's two. Well, Sala. Sala, uh, who is John Rhys Davies, yeah. who played Sala, and Gimli, and Gimli, the dwarf in Lord of the Rings. And yeah. there's another one? Yes. This one's a little bit more obscure. Okay, can I get the movie, the Indiana Jones movie they were in as a hint? Crystal Skull. It's in Crystal Skull. Yeah. Oh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gave that one to you. I, I was thinking it was her. Yeah. Because I she because she's um uh, she's Galadriel. Galadriel, yeah. In Lord of the Rings. And she's of course the psychic Soviet in okay. in the in uh Crystal is that Skull. one point or two points? <laughs> I don't know. It's one point. I'll take one point. I'll take one point. All right. Look, do you remember, like, if you go back to, like, the, our first couple episodes, even our first, like, couple dozen episodes, I was super hard on trivia, and now I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Who gives a yeah. shit? I was so competitive, and now I'm like, I'm going to win anyways. I don't need to be competitive. Oh! Ooh. Hell! All right. Uh, potentially my last question. What was the name of the last train car in The Last Crusade? Oh, shit. It has a name? It has a name. That- I... He goes, oh, magic. I know right? it's. The, I was about to say, I know it's the magic, magic train car. But on the door, there is a name. Is it like the hall, the hall of 
mirror? No, it's like the. It's it's dumb. It's like the Hall of Houdini or the. It's dumb. Oh, you got you got to think think the time right. Like snake oil, right? Like like it's a it's a name. Yeah. Oh, like a Houdini thing. I I don't know. Doctor Fantasy's magic caboose. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> you would think if I knew the name of that boat that I would you know the name know of the fucking one. train car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got more. So I got more actor stuff because I thought there's a, a bunch of really right. interesting actor stuff. And I'll be surprised if you get this. Okay. One. Okay. Right. So I know this one's hard. All right. Here we go. Which Ghostbusters actor appears in an Indiana Jones movie? Which actor from Ghostbusters? What? Yep. Oh yep. my gosh! Okay, I know, right? Um, appears Ghostbusters actor in an Indiana Jones movie. I'm up on points, so I can't ask for a hint. <laughs> I mean, I can, but I'm just not going to. Yeah, I oh um. If you guess it right, I'll be so mad. <laughs> I uh, um, I don't know who. I really don't know. I'm I'm racking my brain. Okay, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd is what? in Temple of Doom in the beginning when Indiana Jones uh, is with Short Round and they escape. They're in China and they get they escape from Laoshe and they get on the airplane. He's he is the British guy who meets them, who arranged the flight for them. He meets them at the airport. He's got a cameo and they get on the plane and and he says, uh, "Nice try, Laoshe." Yeah, he shams the door and it says Laoshe on it. Yeah, that was Dan Aykroyd who was the one who met them there. He has got a little ca- cameo. You're checking. You're looking it up. You don't believe me. I don't believe that you. is Dan motherfucking Aykroyd, man. I'm telling you, he's in Temple of Oh Doom. my gosh, <laughs> he's British. He's a British guy. Uh, I told you, man. He should have been in Crystal Skull. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, uh, you, do you have another one? I do, but I want to save it just in case it's a. We need a tiebreaker. I have one last one. Okay, so I got that one wrong. Uh huh. So I'll get I'll take the you point. you get a point for that. I'll take it. Yeah. Sure. Do you want me to ask my last yes, one? Yes, go okay. for it. All right, last one. All right. Cuz um, we are tied. Five to oh, five. this is a stupid one. Which movie does Indiana Jones never fire his gun? Which one of them does he never fire his gun? Never fires his gun. Yep. Yep. I know, right? Like his pistol yeah, or yeah. just a gun in general. Well, his gun, his gun. So the so the revolver. Yeah, the one that yeah, the one that he carries. Yeah, uh, Crystal Skull. It is Crystal okay. Skull. The whole movie. Can you believe? You remember Raiders when he shot a dude in the fucking forehead in that bar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you get to Crystal Skull. He never even shoots the gun. Like it's just like how how mild did these movies get? Uh, all right, I got a qu- I, I got I got a question for you. All right, of which Indiana Jones movies? Has the highest body count. Oh, oh, okay. So, p- viewers, listeners, body count means how many people died. Right, well, if we're counting Crystal Skull because they killed all those am- like South American, yeah, no, we're not gonna like Aztec dudes or whatever. Um, I, well, shoot, man, it's got to be Raiders because they killed all those Nazis. He just killed so many people that he killed all the dudes in the bar at Marion's bar. He killed like that one Nazi got like fucking chopped up in the airplane <laughs> propellers. <laughs> he had to kill that guy twice. He was in the bar fight scene too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, are you gonna let me guess? It? <laughs> it, 
It's Temple of Temple Doom. Temple of Doom? Mm-hmm. That was going to be the next guy. Yeah, yeah. so it, wow. I think it's Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, Raiders. Last Crusade has mm-hmm. more? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I guess they do. And that tank the, scene. The tank scene, the motorcycle chase scene. Yeah. yeah it's, they it's, kill a lot of fucking Nazis. Yeah, they movies. do. Uh, okay, and then... I, I didn't take a point for that, but I just more some trivia, fun trivia. I got one last one. Here All we right, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why isn't Indiana Jones famous in his mythos? <laughs> Why isn't he famous like in world? In in yeah, in in the world of Indiana Jones, in the cinem- the cinematic universe of Indiana Jones. Yeah. Why isn't he famous? Oh uh, what? Um think about it. Well, I don't think Okay, well in the in Raiders. They just take the Ark and put it in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. In the second movie, he just returns the stones to these like random villagers. And in the third movie? He doesn't recover the Holy Grail. And in the fourth? And in the fourth one, he also doesn't recover the Crystal Skull. <laughs> he doesn't actually recover. He doesn't ever actually recover anything. <laughs> He's one of the world's greatest archaeologists. <laughs> he never brings anything back. Hey, he got that cross of Cortez. It's, it's, he got that, or Coronado. Coronado, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a point for that one. So we, we tied. Oh, we can't tie. Very generous. We can't tie, though. Who spins the wheel next week? I was going to say, let's see if I can come up with anything off the top of the dome there. We're at like an hour 15, so we should probably... Then it's an Indiana Jones episode. It's, it's a, fine. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. We had a good time. Yeah, we had a great time. You know what? Let's both spin next next. Oh, week. okay. There we go. All right. All right. Two spinners. It's, it's, double spinners. <laughs> yeah, we're both going to slap each other. <laughs> well, Owen, this has been a wonderful time. Dude, just me and you, oh, my dude. I love a good, little good adventure. Yes. And hey, just a heads up to all you guys listening. We are proud members of the Helios Network, a collection of great podcasts made by regular people. Yes, if you want to check out some of our other great podcasts, go to www.theheliosnetwork.com and you can check out um, Master and Debaters. Yes. Actually, Wasted Truth is back. Check out Wasted Truth. Wasted Truth. Well, we got some news on that. We're doing, we just did a finale episode. Season one finale. Season one finale. And season two is coming back, rebooted and revamped. All kinds of new stuff we're coming at you with, which we're not going to give you the details on it yet, but we just want to get you hype about it. I'm super excited about it. I'm very, very excited about this as I literally walked into the studio today to record this and you had your headphones on listening to Wasted Truth's a finale it scared the shit out of me but you were cracking your ass off and I walked in here and you're like ah! <laughs> so it's a it's a funny episode it's apparently episode. Owen loves it yeah. <laughs> so definitely check it out oh I love you all I love you all thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Banter and Such yes next week we're gonna be continuing our adventure series yeah but like any good adventure there needs to be a little mystery ooh what's gonna be the next one I'm gonna tell you it's a movie that we have never talked about alright a movie series we've never talked about alright well I'm Brando and I'm Owen and until next time may your week be filled with BS <laughs>